It is the noise that drama groups over the past number of weeks and months have strived for. The noise of the applause of the audience and in many ways possibly a sign that they would have made the promised land. That promised land in question is the All-Ireland Confined Drama Finals held for an historic third time in Glenamady in County Galway starting this very evening. Groups from all over the country have been preparing for months to take to the festival circuit that it is called and hopefully win the nod of their respective judges to see them get the points necessary to reach these All-Ireland Finals. In recent years, it has been a bit difficult. Covid and lockdown meant that this event did not happen a couple of years ago and last year, while the event did take place, numbers were very limited. This year has seen record numbers attend the different festivals around the country and the groups that have qualified for these All-Ireland Finals have most certainly earned it. Over the course of nine nights, drama groups from all over the country will showcase their talent and creativity in a competition that is sure to captivate audiences. The competition has been long and fierce and groups have been competing in local and regional rounds to earn that place in these finals. The event itself will be one that I have no doubt will captivate audiences and when Lisley drama players take to the stage tonight at 8pm with their play See How They Run, they will have the honour of opening the Bostic All-Ireland Confined Drama Finals for 2023. My name is John Mulligan and you do know me as somebody who's been involved in sports broadcasting, but what you may not be aware is that I was a member of the Glenamady Players back in 1995 when we performed Son of Man. Some years later, when we performed The Importance of Being Earnest, and in more recent times, as part of the Dunmore Amateur Dramatic Society, who made three All-Ireland Finals in three years, in 2015, 16 and 17, with Someone Who'll Watch Over Me, The Geely Concert and The Odd Couple. So it's fair to say that there is a bit of interest on my own part with these All-Ireland Finals. While the event starts tonight, let's go back seven days to a meeting that was taking place in the community centre and slight apologies regarding the quality of sound but it's quite hard to record on the QT when they're in the middle of a meeting. The voice you hear is that of Coleman Keevney, the Drama Festival Director and a man who, as Chairman of the Amateur Drama Council of Ireland, has had quite a lot of pressure to make sure that this is a success. And the work of him and his committee, too numerous to mention, has been quite incredible. Over the past seven days, the community centre in Glenamady has been transformed from a community centre to a fully-fledged theatre. And when people enter the theatre this evening, they will be pleasantly surprised by what they see. But let's hear from some of those who have been paramount to making this the event that it has become. Peter Keevney has been chairman of the Glenamady Drama and Glenamady Players for many, many years. In fact, more years than he cares to remember, as he would admit himself. John Donlan is a multi-award winning actor and director when it comes to amateur dramatics. And it's interesting to hear the history of the Glenamady Drama Festival, which will be 60 years old next year. And as I said, and as Peter says to me, it's been a long time. I've been around for more years than I care to remember. I got involved probably back in 85 and this is our third All Ireland uh, 2010, 1993 and you know the, it's palpable now the atmosphere in the village, the painting you know, see the streets, see the windows being painted, you know, the signs are up. Look at this auditorium tonight and recreating this fantasy world. It's fabulous and look we've been around for many, many years and you know, we're really looking forward to this one and like when you look at the 
COVID years when there was two years there we had no festival and we often wondered will we ever get going again and to see this and see people coming out again and people want to come out and is that the thing I mean there have been record crowds this year there's always been the question you know is there a demand for something like this and this year has proved there is absolutely I think right around the country at all the festivals the numbers are way way up last year was the kind of a year people were kind of slowly coming out but this year they're back in huge numbers and with the way bookings are going here at the moment and, and interest from all over the country we're looking forward to a fabulous festival here with the local group doing so well as well I mean many players now to let people in a little secret we acted together back in 1995 with Son of Man it's that long ago that even then you know Glenn was always seen as a bit of a force to be reckoned with when it came to um, amateur drama and they've been to countless All-Ireland finals and again they get the chance to perform in front of their own crowd this year Absolutely look they've won five festivals out of eight they've uh, taken part in that's huge and look Glenn Maddy's qualified for the All-Ireland over the last eight or ten years and with my time and my friend John Donlan here we had many qualifications all the way back to Seamus and Sheeran Tralee we've had some great memories you used tread of the boards with us as well John back in the day but you know there's a great rich tradition here in Glenamaddy with, with players and, and with festival and look we're really going to make the best of this one John and speaking of John Donlan good to see you it is indeed and this is so special and it will be very special for you as well to be absolutely. to be here to see this to see this happen absolutely because uh, actually last year we celebrated our 50th anniversary of the players uh, at the reunion and I was involved in that one in 1972 and I've been there or thereabouts since so it's a lifetime involvement for me that's over 50 years at this stage while the festival was going 10 or 12 years prior to that the tradition of, of theatre and festival uh, uh, and performances dates back to in, in Lenamadi according to the history books to almost are over 100 years at this stage when it was first recorded that uh, the late Father Fergus he was a curate in Lenamadi here he later became Bishop of O'Connery and uh, he got a group together in the early in 1920-21 when he was here as a, serving as a curate and they put on a number of players at that stage. There was a break then on account of the troubles and so on, but it revived itself again during the 30s and 40s and was very strong as fundraising by the priest was spearheaded them down through the 50s. And then in the 60s, it took on a more serious, because the festival scene was in, not in Glenamady, but was in other towns like Cavan and Tubber Curry, the Western Festival, those longevity festivals were part and parcel of, of the entertainment thing and Glenamady came on board in 1960. They had their first festival and the very first play was, and it's actually back now in Linamadi as a place which shows that those things are timeless. Very first play on the very first uh, festival night was Sive by John B. Keane. It was only the previous year that it, that it had gone on. Uh, list all players that put it on and won at loan in relation to how history keeps repeating itself. So it's a great occasion and it's a great movement. And it's an honour for Glenamady to be in the situation that they're hosting their third All-Ireland confined finals with uh, this one going to be the cream of it. As you can see, the preparations and all the input that has been put on and the atmosphere in Glenamady. Excellent. And if I could just say, John Donlan has been 50 years on the stage and he won Best Supporting Actor the other night up in, up in Carrickmore. <laughs> A man coming on 78 years of age. Talk about longevity. Well done, John. Well, there's no age limit to this uh, thing. It's like... Uh, talking to somebody like that and they said well there's no way I feel like saying why does that why does that not surprise me John Donald has picked up an award because I'd say John you must have a sideboard 
the size of this community centre with it. We won't go there. <laughs> we won't go there. There's there's one there's a vacant spot in it as regards the records we haven't pulled off in All Ireland. We're we're a bit. <laughs> but Glenmarie have been very close in the past. Yes, we actually in '96 in Shimshichira we were just beaten by a pint we put on the Playboy of the Western World I got the director's award I directed that year and what was rare enough that time and still rare enough that the production and the overall win would be separated normally if your production is good enough to win it goes hand in hand with it but on that occasion it was divided we got the production I got the director's award in Ireland and uh, the play came in second the play that beat us was Rough Justice so we always always said we got rough justice. That was the name of it. The irony is not lost on me on that one, I have to say. Gentlemen, though, can I, if we go back, I mean, The Sound of Music is where the festival was was first held, uh, then was moved to the community centre once the centre was built in 1984. There's a few venues in the intervening time. Um, after its run in the uh, what was the old Esker Ballroom, became the, known as The Sound of Music in later years. After that, it got uh, six or seven years across the road in what was the cinema. It's still there uh, as a building to this day it was a cinema and it moved to that for uh, seven or eight years and then it went back to the Sound of Music which was done up then as it was a noted dance hall and then it moved to when the community centre built in the uh, 1980s uh, 84 and then when the old parochial hall which was St Bridget's Hall there in Glenamady it was refurnished and redone in the 90s purpose lovely intimate theatre and there the festival has been running with the exception of the All-Ireland because the, the seating capacity is not to the volume of catering for an All-Ireland event. Would it be a fair statement to make that it's wonderful that it is back here again because it was here where it was hosted in 1993, uh, here it was hosted in 2010 and it's back here again in 2023. I mean, it's just wonderful. It's, it's, which is, is fabulous because the link is there with it and another thing and it's pretty much featured in Glenamady was very much to the forefront was the what was known became known as the Festival Club and it would be held on a nightly basis. I remember one time and I walked across the street in the local bakery which was just across the street from uh, where the festival was being held and uh, we were early starters in that uh, profession but uh, one particular morning it was a fair. The fair, local fair was being held in Glenamady and the early rise the fair would kick off around five or six o'clock in the morning and the positions would be taken up because the the speak of Munawila Gotak Pokujagawar being law and in a clash it was apt but um, that means that if you had only Pokot you had to find yourself in the middle of the fair because that was the best spot but anyway the square was filled with people and the cheap jacks had set up and all the lot for because of the space but the crowd in the club weren't aware that it was a fair morning so they hadn't dispersed shall we say but when they came out with their tuxedos on and their long the ladies with their long dresses the place was crowded with farmers going to the to the sell their wares at the fair so all of a sudden they had to come to a, a full stop at the edge of the footpath and decide there was only one way to get out of the out of town and that was across the 
fields. So they had to go across at the back of the church and up that way and get out onto the onto the quite her terrain. There was a wonderful tradition with the festival club in John L. Garvey's and that was when John L. himself sang. But that was also the end of the night. And you knew you knew when John L. was singing it was time to go home. Yes, it was, that was self-explanatory. <laughs> when John L. got up to sing We Wish You a Last Goodbye, yeah. it was goodbye. It was. It was. That was his, his party his piece, song. his swan song, and it was uh, carried the message of out the door after that. But, Bid you all a last goodbye. But John was one of the great characters as well. You know, John was part of the original commission he, you know, he, for many, many years. And He really was one of the linchpins that brought the festival to Glenamaddy at the time back in the late, planned for it back in the late 50s. Just to mention before we go, the history is so rich and wonderful. It's incredible. And, and I recommend anybody to, 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 to look it up if they get an opportunity because there are some fantastic pictures in the town hall which we have to mention of past committees and past festivals and past shows but now as we look at 2023 to be here on the eve of the All-Ireland Confined Finals and it's such a modern thing it's now the Bostic All-Ireland Confined there's a title sponsor you know there's top of the range lighting as somebody who has been fortunate enough to be in a couple of All-Irelands from a technical perspective I shudder to think what the guys are going to have to do over the nine nights but it is wonderful that we are now on the cusp of a very special week. Indeed, absolutely. It is, it is just the continuity of history. Uh, it's, it's so much moved on, almost unrecognisable as regards when the lighting was just a big bulb in and a biscuit tin to focus in on the stage or whatever else, and they were controlled by levers, not switches or anything. And when you wanted a three-pin plug, if you wanted to change the light, you pulled out the plug and all that, and it was constructed in John L's turf shed, this lighting board. But now the sophisticated of the computerized and timing you can program a show before you set foot up on the stage and all that sort of thing so it's no very little comparisons as regards what we're talking about what what was back some 50 60 years ago but the show went on the cliche John L used to say regardless of what happens the show must go on you know I, I think it's important to, that we remember all the commit the former commissions that have been here right from the 1960 on that's where it all started John and we're carrying on a very rich tradition but it's important to remember all those people tonight and all those old black and white photos that we have out in the town hall yes. incredible memories but this is going to be new memories John new memories most certainly those new memories uh, will start this very evening with this lead drama players why we have a moment let's go through the programme for the next nine nights and as I've mentioned this lead dramatic players will get the show on the road with see how they run they will be followed tomorrow night by the Ray Leonard players and their play Kings of of the Kilburn High Road. On Saturday evening, the St. Patrick's Drama Group will have Dear Frankie, followed by Wayside Players and their running of the field. On to Monday night, Sam and Ella will take to the stage with the Pitchfork Disney. Then the importance of being earnest by the Clontarf Players on Tuesday the 18th. On Wednesday 19th, it's the Harvest Moon Theatre Group with God of Carnage. Then it's Kilmuckridge Drama Group with Sive on the Thursday. And then on the Friday night, the final night, it is the Glenamaddy players who takes the stage with proof. And then on Saturday, the gala event 
determine who are the champions for 2023. And there are quite a few awards to give out as well. You will have the Premier Award, which is the Clear Galway Perpetual Trophy. The Best Director will get the Broderick Perpetual Cup. There will be a Best Producer Award, Best Presentation, who will receive the Ray Leonard Memorial Trophy. The Best Lighting Award, the Playlight Perpetual Cup. Best Age Management, they take the Carrick Moore Perpetual Trophy. And then we move on to the Acting Awards. Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress. And one lucky actor or actress will also receive a scholarship to the DLI Summer School. Well, you heard Peter Keevney talk about the different things that are happening around Glenamaddy in the run-up to these festivals. And in fact, one of those was the painting of the windows that is taking place around the, the town at this particular moment in time. In fact, that painting has been ongoing for a couple of weeks and has featured the TY students of Glenamaddy Community School. To tell us more about that and her own experiences as an actress, someone who has featured with the Glenamaddy players for many years, and that is Bridie Comer-Dolan. This year, the children have created some beautiful art drawings of the different uh, masks and plays that are involved in the confined section and these are displayed now in the community centre for all to appreciate. This year for the All-Ireland we've got the TYs from the community school to paint and decorate the windows on premises in the town and they were a great bunch of young adults to work with and nothing was too much for them to attempt They they were just a lovely pleasant group of children to work with and if you drive around the town you'll appreciate their wonderful work and I'm sure it has come to the attention of many people driving around the town and I hope it doesn't call it, cause any accidents <laughs> of course the next two weeks we will all be busy helping out with the various roles on the roster ushering, tea making, door raffle selling programs and of course looking our very best. Now as I said earlier I joined the festival committee in 1990 but I also joined the Glenamady players then also and I hadn't done much acting prior to this only a few bits in college but I really enjoyed the buzz and excitement of performing in front of a live audience Uh, my first role was a very minor role in a play called The Black Stranger and uh, then I went on to uh, more major roles uh, I suppose in uh, plays like uh, The Sorcerer's Tale which we got to the All-Ireland in Clare Morris and I think we were beaten by about one or two points uh, The King of Friday's Men Blight Spirit Dancing at Lunasa which we did in 2004 and again in 2011 I played Rosie uh, both times and I really cherished playing that part and then um, I suppose after The King of Friday's Men we took The Son of Man on the road uh, the year after that and um, there were over there were over 40 in the cast and of course we had to choose our festival venues very carefully to accommodate all Uh, we didn't win much that year of course but um, uh, it brought in a lot of more people into the group and in that way we won at another level Uh, we had a ball on the road and made many new acquaintances and I suppose John that's what drama is all about it's about bringing a story to life on stage which people in the audience can identify with and empathise with they can laugh, cry or whatever and when you go on that stage it is very very real 
and you've got to give it your best to make it real for the audience. Uh, there's no room for mistakes and there's no room for uh, a retake but the buzz and excitement that you have when you come off the stage, there's, there's nothing to match it. And I just have to mention that I, I'm really looking forward to um, the, the lineup of plays this year, especially one, the importance of being earnest, because we did the importance of being earnest way back. And John, you were with us then as well. I think you played the butler and I played Lady Bracknell. That was a great memory for me also. And um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Clontarf's take on this play. And they perform here on Tuesday the 18th. And hopefully everyone who comes into the town will be given a wonderful experience, both from watching the plays and meeting people. And it's just wonderful to have crowds coming back into the town to enjoy themselves. And that's what it's all about, bringing people together. And of that, there is no doubt. It is going to be a fantastic nine days of theatre and bringing friends, old and new, together once more. But let's talk about what the event means as regards the preparation. And one part and aspect of that in more recent times has been the work of the PRO, the Public Relations Officer. They have the job of making sure that everybody else knows about it, whether it be through posters, newspaper reports, clips, doesn't matter. They have an incredible responsibility when it comes to making sure that the message gets out there. And the responsibility for this year is on someone who is no stranger to good PR work but has been working incredibly hard and that is Tracy Comerbrook. John, I am afraid to look at any of the things I got printed. I'm afraid to look at any signs, any posts, any papers in case there's any mistakes but it has been oh my god, a journey to get here to be honest. Um, I enjoyed every single bit of it. Bit of burning here and there but we got there in the end or we will get there in the end and I am I've just such a fire in my belly. I wasn't involved with the last All-Ireland and I am so excited and I love all the social media of things but of course it's lovely to hit every people with the newsletter papers and everything like that and radios as well there are so many different aspects now in the media as we all know there used to be a case where it was a newspaper notes and that was it and maybe a bit in the newsletter but now and you've made a point social media has now become so important and even more so this year because of previous years where we had Maybe it wasn't as prevalent, but since COVID, uh, the message and the importance of getting the message across has become more important than ever. Oh my God, very much so, yeah. But, and saying that about social media, I went around there one of the evenings and it was raining and I was putting flyers indoors. So you just have to try all angles for advertising of the festival. But realistically, social media is one big aspect of any All-Ireland as well. What work will you have to do between now and opening night on Thursday? Well, I suppose realistically, the way I would kind of work is I'd have a lot of stuff prepped you know all my little um, pictures photos I use a app to put things together have things typed up have reminders in have a, like a Coleman Keevney has a special phone for his reminders I have reminders as well and and then of course I do have the festival director keeping me on my toes as well <laughs> definitely the excitement the buzz the atmosphere the windows the TY students doing what they did Brady made a very valid point you know that everyone is rolling behind it and a, a successful event 
event cannot go without the volunteers and without you guys doing it and of course you're a mum as well and your husband is the vice chair everything is just it's so difficult oh 100% like um, as you said my husband is vice chair and realistically like I come in from work we kind of like we're, you know they say ships in the night we're like ships in the day or whatever you'd say in the day but it's but at the same time it is so lovely that the two of us are involved it, it, life is busy but, but I am that kind of person that I just love being involved and I realistically am so so excited for this All Ireland yeah the gala by the way is on Saturday week and it is a new departure as in previous years the awards were presented on the final night so once the final group had finished on stage then there would be a bit of stage management to get the set down as quickly as possible set up the stage for the awards and go through the presentations this year it is not the case with the gala taking place in the Oakland Hotel on Saturday week Well, we're not finished by any stretch because we've still got two more people to speak to. And one of them is, in fact, a former secretary and, in fact, someone who's been involved with the drama festival since the very beginning in many, many ways. Her mother was involved in it and she then became part of it. And she is now the president. And that is Patricia Keady. Patricia Keady, as president, this must be an unbelievably proud moment for you to be a week out from the All-Ireland Confined Drama Finals and to be hosting it for a record third time. No group has ever done that before. So there must be a great sense of achievement you must feel amongst the, the people here in the committee and also the people of Glynamaddy as well who have stood up and counted again to host the finals of these of this unbelievable prestige. Oh yes, fantastic, John. And you said to me to be hosting a third All-Ireland. I mean, when I remember back when I was a young child, my mother was on the ladies' committee at Rose Halloran. And um, I used to, when it was start on a Sunday, the festival start on a Sunday and finished with finish on a Tuesday night and the ladies would be getting the teas and all that ready and getting the hall ready and as a child you know we used to be helping out and going back and up to now to see how far we've come and we'll be celebrating our 60th next year but to be actually hosting our third All-Ireland you know and to all those people down through the years who have been there you know and worked for the festival you know it, I'm delighted. Can you tell me what has changed in the years I mean it's gone from as the place starts to empty out and they're all going for a cup of tea or maybe something stronger it has changed so much from the early days of the Sound of Music to when it was held actually here in the community centre and then to the town hall once that was renovated it just seems to be a, a sea of change shall we say and a sea of years a sea of completely different times Oh definitely John I mean from the Sound of Music as you say then across to the cinema down here at the centre and eventually back to our town hall theatre which is lovely you know and that we have that facility it's, it's fantastic How will it be for you on opening night when the curtain finally goes up and the first show hits the stage and all this hard work will finally come through Oh I think it, I think it'll be just a moment uh, to cherish for the people of Glen and Medi and for all those who have gone down through the years and have given so much to it and for the present committee and what has been done by the director and by, by all the committee it's fantastic Oh yeah, it'll be a great moment. Patricia Keady, the festival president. It gives me a good opportunity to mention the festival committee themselves in full. We've heard from Patricia Keady, who is the president, and the chairperson, Peter Keevney. The vice chair, as you've heard in the interview with Tracy, is David Burke. The joint secretaries are Patricia Walsh and Anne Davis. Margaret McMahon Keevney is the treasurer. Martina Keevney is the assistant treasurer. And Tracy Comerberg is the festival PRO.
There is also one person I want to acknowledge at this particular moment in time. And unfortunately, she is not with us, but she is watching down. And that is Margaret Keevney. Margaret has been an amazing servant of drama in Glenamady, the west of Ireland. And dare I say it, right throughout the country for, for many years until her passing. And she will be a very proud woman this evening when that curtain goes up for the opening show. And it gives us no better opportunity than to speak to the festival director himself. And that is Coman Keevney. It's uh, quite a mammoth uh, undertaking to take on, but as I had said to you earlier in the week, um, I suppose by delegating out the works of the various committee members and the, their work ethic being second to none has made the job an awful lot easier from the start. As we stand here in the community centre, the first, shall we say, the tiered seating is up. The flat seating will be will be laid in the next uh, couple of days. As you said yourself during the meeting, and I want to just ask you about this, on Sunday, you'll be ready to go. Yes, the aspiration from the get-go was that we'll be ready at least four nights before the start of the All-Ireland. So the aim is now come this Saturday night, Easter Saturday night, that this venue will be ready to go by a few, very few minor tweaks come Tuesday. I always believe to be ready well in, a ta- well in time. So if there's any last few little bits, you have time to then get them right. As I said to you too earlier as well, John, we took on this project and we went wholeheartedly at it to make sure it's right. And I can reassure you both as festival director and all the all the committee dedicated people, there's going to be no stone left in turn with this final thing, Linamati. We actually spoke when the news broke that Linamati was going to host it. Yes, John, we were um, confirmed to host it. And since then, with with planning and places in place, we, we got it brought to this level of where it is tonight, uh, seven nights away from start. Yeah, I mean, it's just phenomenal that it takes that much organisation. But also, can I just mention about the committee? We spoke to a few of them throughout the evening and, you know, you've got the young and the more experienced. I won't say old because that's not being fair. But, I mean, there's so much experience right across the board uh, regarding drama. Like Bridie Comer, who has uh, been a member of the committee for many years, Patricia, who was secretary in the 1970s, she was telling me, and is, and is now president. Peter Keevney, John Donlan. And then you've got, like, so Tracy Comer, Burke, and uh, Oisin Keevney. You know, these are all very much the younger ones as well. So a new generation is now starting to, to take on those important jobs as well. And Pat Flynn's no small child. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely not, John. We'd want to be careful to mention with ages and different profile, but as you know from your experience in sports reporting, in any game of sport or in any committee, you need to get a mix of the youth, the younger people, and the more experienced. That makes an all around great product. And each year, you have to try and bring one or two new members along and keep that conveyor belt moving, because without that, it is not sustainable. Coleman, last words before we, uh, we leave it for now. Nine shows, tickets are available. There are a couple of sellouts and people must note them as well. All the details, though, are on the website and it's a case of just, as Tracy said it, very, very nicely put, dotting the I's, crossing the T's. Yes, it's great to be that point, dotting the I's, crossing the T's. Glenamadidrama.ie or our booking number will get you to what you need. But even if you are someone that is not a regular theatre goer, I can reassure you will be not be disappointed with the experience you'll be giving here over the next nine nights. So, there you have it. It's only a matter of hours now before the curtain goes up and the first group take to the stage for the Bostic All-Ireland Confined Drama Finals. 
There have been many sponsors involved in this as well, way too many to mention, but if I may acknowledge Heenahan Super Value, who came on board as a main sponsor and deserve a special mention, but like I said, there's a full list of them, by the way, of the sponsors on the Glenamady Drama website, glenamadydrama.ie, where you will receive all the information that you need ahead of what is the biggest week when it comes to drama for many, many years. All that's left to be said is that special word of thanks to everybody in the committee for being so giving with their time and for uh, giving us uh, the opportunity of speaking to them and also earwigging a little bit during the meeting last Thursday night. And to all of them and to all the groups, I wish you all the very best and to use the old drama term, we hope you all break a leg.